Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and I, if you're over on Spotify, I am recording this on video and on audio and have only just realised that I look like one of the band members of E17 from the video Stay. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's probably a good thing. Anyway, let's say, <laughs> that's that out the way. Let's head into the episode. I had a text message this morning from one of my Tier 2 Thrive First Method members um, to say, hey, look, you know, I fell off the wagon a little bit um, because I've been ill. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so interesting. There is no wagon. Let's fucking talk about it. Um, let me tell you where I think this might be relatable for you because you might be listening to or watching this, not a Thrive First Method member, and therefore, but you still, right, you experience the feeling like falling off the wagon. You might be um, on a health journey and be taking consistent action and fall off the wagon. In invert, This is all in inverted commas. You might... Um, you might be making progress towards that PhD and, you know, getting shit done and really submitting your papers or whatever it is that you do to do your PhD. And all of a sudden something happens in life or in business and you fall off the wagon. You might be, you know, really showing up in your business and doing the scary, courageous things of like, you know, really positioning yourself out there and putting the sales material out there or whatever. And actually you felt motivated, but now you're due on your period and you've fallen off the wagon and self-doubt is taking over. All of those ways are ways that we fall off the wagon in inverted commas. And this episode is a really, hopefully a short one for you. Not hopefully a short one, because I'm sure that you don't hope it's short, but like, I think that we can get straight to the point is what I'm trying to say in this episode. And hopefully I can, uh, that's what I mean. Hopefully I can really effectively and quickly tell you and convince you why there is no fucking wagon. You've not fallen off it. And actually, the very fact that you are thinking that you've fallen off a wagon is actually really disempowering. So let's start there. When people say to me, I've fallen off the wagon, I'm like, okay, there it is. You've just given your power away straight away <laughs> to a wagon, a non-existing hypothetical wagon that has just driven off with your motivation and power, and you've just given it away to that wagon. And it's like, no, how can we take responsibility for our actions, even if the reason why we feel like we've fallen off the wagon, in inverted commas, has actually nothing to do with us. Maybe we got ill. Maybe we've experienced loss or death in our family or someone being poorly. Maybe, um, you know, something happened, like your office had a burglary or broke down. There are things that happen in life and business. And do you know what? They're not even things as um, dramatic or extreme as I've just said. These are just things that happen that actually we had this plan and something happened and now the plan's not going to plan and I'm calling it falling off the wagon because when I do that, it means that I don't need to take responsibility for it. The wagon takes responsibility for it. And actually it leaves me to be like, ah, well, there is a lot of um, power in taking ownership and responsibility of yourself in life and in business. And I think that quite often when things happen that are outside of our control, it can lead us to think, well, that was outside of my control. Therefore, I don't have any power. Not true. Not true. Not true. Um, 
and I'm not saying that that was your fault. Like, it's not your fault that you got ill. It's not your fault that that thing happened and completely, you know, kiboshed your your plans. It's not your fault. But at the same time, it is your responsibility. You are your responsibility. And I think what my clients love working with me so much, they love that actually I connect my clients to goals that are really, really meaningful to them. And I don't just mean arbitrary goals. I mean, genuine heart-led goals and I connect them to them so that when these things do happen actually that taking responsibility piece is a lot more meaningful when I say it might not be your fault but it is your responsibility I think that my clients can deeply connect to shit yeah like I have recognized that that is what I want and that is my responsibility even though these life circumstances may well not be my fault that right there is called grace <laughs> and that is the thing that I am trying through my work to teach um so anyway leading back to this morning I got this message and it was like I fall it's my first method member I've you know I've fallen off the wagon um and I sort of first want to say that the reason why I structure the thrive first method the way that I do um, so if you are listening to this from February 2023, when you join the Thrive First Method, it's a 12 month minimum program because you are pra- you're, you're through the method, you're going to be unlearning a lot of conditioning and a lot of shit that has kept you doing certain things that don't empower you in life and in business. And so when you're practicing the method and you're learning new ways of being and new ways of doing that actually really do serve you prepare for stuff to come up right so the reason why it's a 12 month commitment you can stay for longer but the reason why it's a 12 month minimum commitment is because it's gonna take you a little while to unlearn some of your shit and learn new ways of being and doing that actually serve you and so when people come to me and they're like oh no I've fallen off the wagon I'm like listen no wagon it's cool. And I, I want to give you a few points in this episode in case you're never going to work with me one-to-one or in the Thrive First Method, but you you do want that experience of, well, what does it look and feel like if there is no wagon? And if the world and its dog are telling me about how it's important to be consistent, which by the way it is, let's just zoom out a little bit on consistency, i.e. if you're on some health journey, this leads into my first point, so let me just make it and then I'll come back to myself. Time is not running out. I repeat, time is not running out. (laughs) So when people say, oh, I fell off the wagon, normally what they mean is like, I've been practicing the Thrive First Method quite consistently, but I haven't done it for a few weeks. And thinking and admitting, oh, I've fallen off the wagon, they feel like it's going to release and relinquish a little bit of shame. And actually what I want them to do is take a really big step back. And I know I've mentioned this in other episodes, but I'm going to mention it here. I want you to pretend that your whole life is in this book. And this book, each page of that book represents one year of your life. And in those pages, there are things that are already written. You cannot control them. They're just there. They're on the page. You can't rub it out. It's in permanent ink. They are the circumstances of your life. So for me, I know that when my dad had um, dementia and psychosis through his dementia, because of whatever it was that was going on, that was a circumstance of my life. I had to navigate that at the same time as running a business, at the same time as being a mom and a wife and having a life and all of the shit that goes with it. I can't control that. All I can do is play the cards that I've been dealt and give myself grace through that. So when people say to me, oh, I've fallen off the wagon, I'm like, can you zoom out a bit? We're not running out of time. 
Time is not running out. Zoom out. It feels like, because the world and its dog are telling you to be consistent, that this like couple of weeks where you've been ill or whatever's happened, or you maybe you've lost motivation or whatever's going on with you, you feel like I've got to admit this thing. I've got to like get this monkey off my back and admit that I've fallen off the wagon and then I'll be able to get back on the wagon. You're giving your power away by thinking that time is running out when actually this is a blip. This is like nothing in the grand scheme of things. And you can argue with me all your life. Like you could, you could be like, yeah, well, you know, I set a time frame, right? So I said that I wanted to achieve this by then. And I'm like, cool. So giving yourself grace just simply looks like you push that, you push that timeline back. Are you still committed to that goal? Yes, I am. Is it still meaningful to you? If you zoom out, is it still meaningful to you in six to 12 months time? Yes, it is. Okay, so the cards are the cards. Let's just navigate our way through that without deeming ourselves to be on or off any given wagon. And let's just carry on. Drop the drama, carry on. And maybe, and this takes me on to um, my second point. Maybe, maybe it's going to tell us a lot about how we set our goal in the first place. So, for example, um, one of my clients um, who works with me one to one and is also a member of the Thrive First Method. She is actually um, seeking to get a different job. Sorry, I'm, I'm at the same time as saying this out loud. I'm just making sure that I'm not treading on confidentiality and I'm fine. <laughs> I'm okay. So she's seeking um, a new job, right? And so when she zoomed out six to 12 months time, she connected to how she wanted to feel. And she realized that she actually, like it's a really heart-led goal for her to move into a more fitting position in a more fitting culture um, and all the rest of it. And then when she zoomed back in over the next four weeks, she hadn't actually changed the goal. It was just the same, like get a new job in the next four weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> so you're saying this year, your job, your goal is to, change your job and you're saying you want to do that in the next four weeks like can you see the issue because <laughs> I can I can the whole point of zoom, the zoom out process is to connect to goals that are meaningful to you how do you want to feel and then actually practically take that and be like okay still zoomed out how does that feeling translate to the way your life looks on your outside world and in your inner world okay so from that point we just look at the next four weeks, what step can we take that compounds into that end result? And actually we realize that her goal over the next four weeks is not to get the job because a lot of that is out of our control. It stars aligning and stuff like that. But what is in your control? Okay, what is in your control is positioning yourself out there as this to attract roles like that. Okay, there you go. So when you come to me and say, I've fallen off the wagon, it's like, okay, well, can you falling off the wagon tell you a little bit about maybe the way that you set your goal? Or maybe, maybe it's you learning that time isn't running out. What's my next point? You've learned about your fears and the things that make you want to take action and make you not want to take action. So maybe in you saying I've fallen off the wagon, maybe what's happened is you have set a goal like it's a health journey or it's a, I want to earn 10K in my business this month, whatever it is. And actually you making steps towards your goal has brought up a lot of fears, a lot of resistance, a lot of conditioning, a lot of things that make you not want to take action. So when you say to me, I've fallen off the wagon, I'm like, oh fuck, 
there there the wagon goes with all of your power and all of your lessons because when you say I've fallen off the wagon what that tells me is you're not seeing what you're learning through the pursuit of this goal how you are growing as a result of taking steps towards that goal and you're also not being able to see that actually in taking steps towards that goal there are things that you really want to avoid doing and rightly so right i'm not saying you're avoiding doing it because you're lazy you're avoiding doing it because you're a shit house you're avoiding doing it because you haven't got courage i'm saying you're avoiding doing it because it's bringing some serious feelings up that you'd rather not feel so you'd rather not take the action because you don't want to feel like that so when you say to me i've fallen off the wagon i'm like cool what if it's not like something's happened in life and business if it's just due to what's going on with you in your inner world at the moment can we learn from that? What are you avoiding? Why might you be avoiding that? How can we look at that and reflect on that without giving ourselves shit and casting a shit ton of shame, but instead give ourselves acknowledgement and grace and actually use that reflection as a way to inform how we support ourselves going forward in future? That, right? The next thing. Maybe you've fallen off the wagon in inverted commas because you've learned that your current circumstances, um, you've you've learned about your current circumstances, which can be worse. Okay, right. I get what I mean. I'm looking at bullet points, by the way, if you're listening to this, thinking, what is she doing? Um, okay, here's here's something, here's something that I see happen a lot. People set goals, but they set goals from a place of not acknowledging their current circumstances. So I see this. Um, maybe you are a mother of twins, one-year-old twins, and maybe as well as being a mother of one-year-old twins, you're also a carer for your elderly parent and your car's broke down and you've got a full-time job, right? Or a business, but you're setting goals as if you are single with no children and no care obligations or responsibilities. When you do that, and you tell me you've fallen off the wagon, what I'll, what I'll want to do when you say I've fallen off the wagon, I want to look at like, where in all of this has it been hard for you to take action? And therefore you're saying you've fallen off the wagon, but what I want to see is what can we learn? Why? Like not why so that we can point the finger at you and shame you, why so that we can learn? And sometimes it's because when you set the goal at the beginning, you set it as though you weren't really you. You set it as though you didn't have the current set of obligations and responsibilities that you currently have. What the fuck are you doing fucking yourself over like that? Let's learn from that. And let's use that for the next, let's go again. But let's use that and amend how you go after it, amend the goal, amend the amount of grace that you give yourself. And there's a lot of frustration that can come up in that. You know, I again, going back to when I was a carer for dad, I didn't want that obligation. I didn't want him to be going through that. I didn't want to be going through that as his daughter. But I can be as frustrated as I like. I can resist it as much as I like. That is, that was my reality. So I could either spend energy fighting that reality and, and on how unfair my set of circumstances were, or I could accept it and give myself grace and show myself grace through the way that I was navigating particularly business. There's nothing that lasts forever, 
right? No bad patch lasts forever. And even if your current set of circumstances, you're like, actually, Nick, this does last forever for me. You know, I have a health condition that has no end point, right? The way that you currently feel about that thing will not last forever. And I want you to take, like, take something from that that helps you to take your power back from this statement of, but I've fallen off the wagon. And it's like, it's almost like the way that I see it is like, you think it's going to take you a lot of courage and a lot of motivation to muster up running, catching up the wagon and jumping back on it. And it's like, or you can just look at your current set of cards and amend things slightly and maybe just take steps or take smaller steps that are easier for you to take, but still connect you towards making progress towards that goal that you really wanted and it was meaningful to you in the first place. Um, and sort of similar point, but slightly different. And then I'm going to make my final point and then I'm going to wrap up the episode is maybe sometimes you've learned from what unlearning you need and therefore you don't explain yourself to anyone. So here's what I mean by that. Sometimes what will happen with my clients is, and this st- this is for all of my clients because um, I'll explain why in a minute. Sometimes what happens with my clients is they'll come to me and they'll be like, um, look, Nick, I've fallen off the wagon, but I am still here. I've fallen off the wagon, but I'm going to jump back on. Um, I have not done those actions that we said on the on the last one-to-one coaching call, but that it, and I'm like, yeah, cool. In fact, I'm going to read an Instagram post that I put out there this morning because you guys need to hear it. It goes like this. Okay, so... Unfortunately, many of us have been conditioned to feel that we are okay when they tell us it's okay to feel okay. If you're behind, it's okay if they give you permission to be behind. Want to go against the rules? It's okay if they say so. Want to do it your way? That's a good idea. Only when you've run it past them. Ask yourself, who are you outsourcing your inner permission to? And how can you step up your inner leadership, and stand by yourself without the need for them. As your coach, be prepared for me to throw that hot potato right back your way. Looking to me for permission, I'll ask you to grant it to yourself. Looking for me to make it okay that you didn't do what you said you were going to do, I'll ask you to give yourself that grace. Looking to me or my work to tell you the steps to take or the best way to make a decision, prepare for me to get you to consult the most important person, the person with the most power, the person with the most authority over you in your life, yourself. You are the one that I want you to put your trust in and you are the one that I want you to develop trust in. And that's the work that we do. Because so it's true, so many of us have been conditioned to seek that um acceptance, validation, permission outside of ourselves. And so when we feel like we've fallen off the wagon, we'll often go to someone else and be like, oh, I've fallen off the wagon, seeking for them to be like, don't worry about it. It's okay. When actually the work that I do is get my clients to realize that, going right back to the beginning of the episode, when we take responsibility for ourselves, we then don't seek it from outside of ourselves. So then we don't we don't find ourselves in positions of explaining, overly explaining ourselves to people because we're comfortable with our own choices and we are comfortable with our own mistakes. So I say mistakes very broadly, like if you've fallen off the wagon in inverted commas, 
that basically what you're telling me is I'm not doing something that I committed to doing. Um, and you know, I intend to start doing it again. And I'm like, cool. I don't need to know that. You know that. I don't need to know that. <laughs> As your coach, all that matters is that you can accept yourself, is that you can accept your reasons, your responsibilities, um, your actions, your choices. You can accept that there are things that have happened to you in life and in business that are unfair, but you are navigating your way through them as best you possibly can. And that leads me on to my final point. You've learned how to um, falling off the wagon. It's bullshit because you're learning how to navigate unexpected times. I think that the biggest reason when people come to me and say I've fallen off the wagon, the biggest reason for that normally is because they've been ill or something has happened, something unexpected has happened. And I, as much as we try and plan for the unexpected, I often think that it doesn't just take up our time, it also takes up our mental, emotional energy. And so one of the things that I really want to cultivate within my own clients is the tolerance for uncertainty. And therefore, if we've fallen off the wagon, when there is no fucking wagon to begin with, but basically what we're saying is I'm not doing what I said I was going to do and I intend to start again, then what we can glean from that, what we can take from that is something unexpected happened, if this is the case, something unexpected happened. And actually, although I didn't do what I said I was going to do and I do intend to start doing it again, what I can take from that, from that moment in my life is how did I navigate that uncertainty? How did I treat myself? whilst that shit show was going on that I didn't expect in my business or in life. Because there's lessons there that are much more valuable than you staying on the wagon. That. And you don't get to experience those lessons all the while that you're bopping yourself over the head and giving yourself shit for not being on the wagon. You sort of miss the point. You miss the lesson. And that's so sad for me because I love lessons and I love it when my clients are learning lessons, even if it's frustrating. Because that's where their growth is. And their growth is going to be with them. You know, wherever you go, there you are. Their growth is going to be with them far, far longer than the little moment that they achieve that goal. The goal's meaningless, really, in the grand scheme of things. They are not, as in they, like them as a person. They are not. Neither is their growth. So I hope that I've changed your mind and your perspective and your outlook on this fucking wagon that you're talking about. And just allow yourself to see that life is so much more colourful and complex and wonderful and awful than a wagon that you're telling me that you've fallen off, you know? So um, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. I hope it's given you some food for thought I hope that you never say ever, ever again that I've fallen off the wagon. And instead, you can look at your situation and give yourself the grace of learning from it and treating yourself a little bit better and holding yourself accountable and responsible for yourself right now, regardless of what's happened. Yeah. So all of that said, as always, see how this episode resonates within you. What speaks to you, what doesn't, what feels true for you, what doesn't, what can you take and glean and take action on and do more of or less of or different. And all of that said, please, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too. <laughs>